0: This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome.
1: Hey, Village Church, welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael, we've got a question here today that's been submitted. Can you be a Christian, but believe in astrology and your zodiac sign?
0: I can be a Christian and do a lot of dumb things. Oh yeah. My word of the week is anecdotally. I've been saying this like all week in the podcast. I think like this whole week, you've heard it like seven times. So anecdotally, let me, let me share with you. uh, I am regularly, maybe once a month, maybe once every couple months, maybe two or three times a month. It's just a regular experience on Facebook. When believers put out Zodiac astrological stuff, they talk to me about it. Oh, you're a Gemini. When that means you must be like this. And, And uh, there's always a little part of me that's like, hmm, you've -hmm. you've never put two and two together. Like, this is an area of your life where um, you don't have good or clear or accurate teaching,
1: you know? Right. You've Um, missed that part of the teaching of Scripture.
0: Correct. So I just – let's say you're a Christian and you're really, like, obsessed with your horoscope. And what I don't want to do is, A, make you feel dumb, B, make you doubt your salvation, Or C, have you just be offended, okay? Right, and we
1: don't want to offend the listeners that are Christians and do read their horoscopes either daily or regularly or, you know, believe in the signs of the zodiac.
0: What I would like to do is interrupt your world for a moment and help you live more wisely. Yeah. And think more biblically. So it is okay For someone to look at you and say, you're wrong, Mm -hmm. and you have been doing something for a long time that is sin. It doesn't mean you're a terrible human being. It means that this is an aspect of your life that you need serious discipleship on. And so in this moment, Tim uh, and I would love to give you some serious discipleship on something that's really fundamental. So let's go just very simply through this. The stars are good. God made the stars. God organized the stars. God has used the stars, the star of Bethlehem, right? Yep. I I love this, that with the the wise men, if you will, they were astrologers. Right. And God actually brought them to himself by intervening through their astrology, Mm -hmm. drawing him through what was um, considered to be a despicable practice, um, an evil demonic practice in the Old Testament. God actually used that practice to draw them to the Savior, Jesus. It It was so... I want to just say God uses the stars. God has organized the stars. In the book of Job, in the book of Amos, you have um, recognition of constellations. Mm-hmm. So yes, there are constellations, there is organization, et cetera.
1: And that may be the difference, so that we're clear, astrology and astronomy.
0: Yes. Could you just please articulate that
1: fundamental distinction? Yeah, astrology, you're expecting the stars to tell you something about your life or organize your life. Mm-hmm. Yep astronomy is looking how the stars or how the planets work, how they align. And that is probably more of what the magi were doing. They were looking at the stars and how they were aligning and how God was using them. We know Astronomy believes in and teaches that the moon circles the earth and Mm -hmm. the tides are changed by
0: the position of the moon. Mm -hmm. That is astronomy. And the sun moves around the The earth because we're the center of the world. (laughs) You know, the world revolves around me because I'm the center of the universe. Yeah, Yeah, that's modern day astronomy. (laughs) That's modern day
1: astronomy. (laughs) But we're talking about astrology,
0: yes, which is the interpretation of stars yes. for the future or et cetera. So, um, so astrology it's it, it's fundamentally demonic and th- yes. in origins and in execution. Mm-hmm. So um, there are uh, there are just a few of these things that come up where you know in in the flesh and in the world there. Uh, they seem harmless; they're no big deal. But as you open the pages of scripture, that the scriptures are like, no, these are these are um, God hates these things yes. because they they're gateway drugs, if you will. They're gateway influencers into the demonic realm. They're subtle places. So it's sort sure. of like drugs. There are subtle drugs, and there are more intense drugs. To get to the more intense ones, you got to go through the gateway drugs, and and the whole point of it is that it lures you in gently. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just a, you know, just a few scriptures to help our, our people get their head around this. Um, uh, Isaiah forty seven thirteen. 13. Um, you are wearied with your many counsels. Let them stand forth and save you. Those who divide the heavens, who gaze at the stars, who at the new moons, make known what shall come upon you. Astrology. Yeah, uh,
1: astrology. Behold, they
0: are like stubble. The fire consumes them. They cannot deliver themselves from the power of the flame. No coal. Um, for warming oneself, is this no fire to sit before? Um, Deuteronomy eighteen ten. There shall not be found among you anyone who burns his son or daughter as an offering. Anyone who practices divination or tells fortunes or interprets omens or a sorcerer or a charmer or a medium or a necromancer or one who inquires of the dead. For whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord. So and that's
1: a pretty harsh word. Uh,
0: yeah, you know. So I have yet to think of an example where. Um, and the old testament God calls something an abomination, and then in the new testament, is like, Oh, it's cool now. You no, know, no, he doesn't like, do that, like eating pig, yeah. So, anyways, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to think of an example of like something that would be an abomination, and now is not. So, our listeners can probably give us insight into that. But, um, in second Kings 17, and they abandoned all the commandments of the Lord their God and made for themselves metal images of two calves, and they made an asherah and worship the host of heaven and serve the Baal, the the stars are not meant to be worshiped. They're not meant to be interpreted. They're not meant to be used to tell the future. They're not meant to um, reveal about us. Like I love people like you're a Gemini. You must be more like this. I'm like, I know a lot of people born in May Yeah, and they are nothing like me, you know, like, (laughs) So, and it's and it is common fact that one of the most deceptive manipulative practices on the planet are anybody who is dabbling in tarot cards sure. and psychology and, or not psychology, tarot cards and um, what's the word I'm looking for? You go to Horsescope? a psychic. Thank psychic. you. Oh, the psychic yes. industry. It's just one big big ball of deception and oh, manipulation yeah. because there's really not that kind of power in the stars. But if it makes you makes a lot of people feel better, but the problem is this is that it is one of the, we'll just say a gateway introduction to the influence of the demonic and God That's does not exactly want right. the follower of Christ touching it, being near it, going anywhere near it um because the zodiac does not determine the future. The stars don't determine no. the future. God is the only one who knows the future. And just because the stars say this future may be inevitable, we have something called a will. We mm-hmm. are not confined by the narrative of the stars. And we're confined by the narrative of God and the decisions that we make in light of His narrative. So yes. that being said, I think God takes personal offense to things like the Zodiac, to your signs, to astrology. So too. In fact, let's just go as no, far I, as saying I, we know he does. Right?
1: <laughs> I, I can't imagine a situation where it is appropriate for the Christian to get up first thing in the morning, go to their horoscope, and yep. then base their entire day yep. on what the horoscope said. Yep, I can't
0: fathom how that
1: would be correct or godly or honoring to scripture
0: or yep. God's call in our life. And the challenge for the person who's engaging in their horoscope daily is that it doesn't feel harmful. But here's the problem. Yes. I don't live by sight, I live by faith. And I'm mm-hmm. not going to give the demonic realm any gateway access into me, nor am I going to substitute... My confidence in Jesus Christ for the future of my life and my day, for what the stars, uh, an interpretation of stars may may tell. So, big picture would be: Hey, Village Church audience, friends, people who are listening, just don't touch it. Stay away from it. Trust God. He calls it an totally abomination, agree. and he doesn't do that because he's all like, I'm a curmudgeon. <laughs> I want to make your life really hard, right? That's not why he does it. He does it because he loves us. That's exactly right. And I tell my kids, you know, hey, don't go run in parking lots. Why? Because I don't want them to die, you know? right. It's not the best thing for When God makes up a law or rule, he's never arbitrary. It's always intentional for our good.
1: That is so true. Thanks, listeners, for joining us today. Please come back next time when we answer the question, why do you not have one Sunday a month where you have traditional church music? (laughs) Great question.